welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome to another episode on the What I Love About Men podcast. Today, I wanted to talk with you guys about attracting the same type of woman because so many of you have this question and it's a very valid question. You know, why do we keep attracting the same exact type of woman every single time? I don't want this. Well, subconsciously, you do want it because it fits your identity. It matches who you are. Your body is used to attracting that type of person because that type of person is giving you a certain emotion that you crave as part of your identity. What? It's <laughs> probably what you're thinking. So let's break that down. So your body becomes addicted to certain emotions that you feel by certain people in your life. So in a sense, you need that emotion to prove to yourself that you are you. Because think about it, when it comes to our identity, we always say things like, oh, well, that's not me, or that's me. That's how we identify with who we are in the world around us, right? That's something I would do that's me, this feels right. You know, we have all these sayings that prove to us I'm in the right place. I'm doing the right thing. This is something I would do. So the same thing happens emotionally. We have certain emotions that we keep in our life. And look, they could be positive emotions or negative emotions. But either way, if we're used to feeding ourselves certain certain negative emotions, that becomes our identity. Because as I, as I always tell you guys, that what shapes your personality and who you are is how you feel, what you think, and how you act. So this is the feel part, right? Like we feel the more emotions you feel consistently, you then become so comfortable with those emotions that they, that you identify with them as a part of you. So really quickly, just, just as a side exercise, I want you to think right now, what are the top five emotions I feel? Top five emotions. Now I want you to look at your life and see if your life is a reflection of those five emotions. Probably is, right? Probably is. You feel really anxious a lot of the time, and now you're looking at your life, and then I'm sure you're going to say, okay, well, I have a, a lot of anxiety in my life, right? It just matches up. What we feel is what we get. And then the same thing goes for positive emotions. If you feel happy the majority of the time, then you are most likely to say, I, I live a happy life. I'm very happy with my life. Right? So that's just a side, that's just a side thought, a side exercise for you guys to make sense of this. Whatever you feel consistently becomes a part of who you are and your identity and the world around you. So knowing that, so now that we know we begin to tie consistent feelings to the person we are, this has to do with our relationships too. So just for an example, say you grew up and maybe it wasn't necessarily a lover, but maybe it was a family member. And that family member made you feel guilty a lot of the time, but you got love from that person also. So because you got love and because you also felt so much guilt, you grew up in a way using that guilt as a way to identify with you. So it became more of a, I'm a guilty person. I feel a lot of guilt in my life. 
So if you grew up with this person in your life who you loved, who you were connected to, and they made you feel guilty or badly, then most likely you're going to identify with that feeling of guilt. You will begin to attract women who make you feel guilty because you need that emotion in your life because you identify with it as you. Because you, you grew up with it, you, you always received it, maybe it was associated with love, and you soon took that emotion on as being a part of who you are. Like, for instance, you feel like you're you if you have some guilt in your life that feels like, okay, yeah, like I felt this before. The body says, I felt this before. This is me. I identify with this emotion as me. So now you're going to attract this person that brings that emotion in your life just to prove to your body that you are still you. Because the body freaks out when we change our identity, right? Like whenever we change something, it's like, wait, I wouldn't do that. That's not me. Oh my God, this is totally crazy. What am I doing? This is nuts. And not everything is nuts or crazy or weird. It's just that we don't identify with that experience because we've never done it. And we look at it like, that's not me. That's not something I would do. I never felt this way before. Therefore, we go back to our old emotions of what we're used to feeling in order to identify with ourselves. Woo! (laughs) I hope this is making sense. But the most interesting part about this is that after you're attracting women who give you that emotion that's not necessarily always positive, as we're talking about, if that person gives you that emotion that you identify with so deeply and is so conditioned and ingrained in you that, that you need to feel it in order to prove you to yourself, then even if that person leaves you, or you leave that person, say you break up, your body is then going to crave that emotion, and you will attract someone else who makes you feel the same exact way, just in order to protect your identity. It's your body's way of protecting your identity. Woo! This shit is wild. This stuff is crazy. Because so often we'll be like, oh, why am I attracting this person? I don't want to attract this person. But deep down, you do. (laughs) You do want to because you're protecting your identity. So at this point, you're probably saying, okay, Steph, well, what the fuck do I do now to change this? (laughs) I don't want to keep this pattern. And I don't want my identity to be wrapped around these toxic emotions or these emotions that are just not serving me in any way. So what the hell do I do? And there are a lot of things you can do. So what I'd say the first step is, is becoming aware of what you're really chasing, what you're really craving. And you can find this out by by making a list of your exes. If you're feeling, oh shit, maybe this is me. I would make a list of your exes and then say, okay, what was, what did they all have in common? How did each of these women make me feel? Why did I want to leave them? Or why did they leave me? And just ask yourself some questions like that and see what similarities pop up. Because most likely there will be many similarities to which you can you can say, oh, oh shit, <laughs> these women are all the same. Or I was after the same feeling from, from all these women. Or all these women had this quality or did this or whatever. So in order to break that vicious cycle, number one is awareness. So it's figuring out what the emotion is or what the pattern is you want to break. Okay, then once you have that emotion and you know the pattern of the of the negative emotion that you don't want in your life anymore, I would really dig into that a little bit yourself and ask yourself some questions around it. Like, okay, how do I feel about this about this emotion? You know, when I hear the word jealousy, how does that word make me feel? What comes to my mind when I hear that? Who comes to my mind? What past experience 
can I get really in detail about when I hear the word jealousy? Okay, so, so this is about questioning yourself around that emotion. And the third thing I would do is set up a call with me, and this will give you clarity on what you want for yourself, and also give you a really good idea of where you are now, because you can't go where you want to go unless you know where you are right now in your current situation. So we can get clear on where you want to go in your relationships, where you currently are in your relationships, and then what you need to do in order to bridge the gap in between. So this is when the magic happens. This is when you start changing your habits and changing your patterns and doing things out of the ordinary and thinking about things you would never think about and trying new tactics you would never try in a million years because this is what breaks the habit of being yourself. There's actually an awesome book called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself (laughs) or Being You. I think it's Being Yourself um, by Dr. Joe Dispenza. This is a great book for you to read. It's one of my favorite books, actually. I'm going to read it again this month, I think. But it really explains breaking the habit of being yourself on a more energetic level. But, of course, along with that, along with understanding the energy of it, you need to take physical action steps that break away from who you are. Because it's literally it's literally breaking your identity and becoming someone new. That's the only way you're going to attract new people. You can't attract the same people being having the same exact identity because your identity now is tied to certain emotions you don't want to be tied to, right? Maybe, maybe not. But if you are attracting someone you don't want to keep attracting, then certainly not. The The habit, the identity needs to be broken and it needs to be redone. And that's not to say that you're broken and it's not to say that, you know, you're not a good person or, you know, your identity is fucked up. Like, we all have this shit, guys. We, we should constantly, I really believe we should constantly be growing and be trying to improve ourselves and trying to break ourselves down a little bit to understand ourselves better and build ourselves up even stronger. It's just a matter of not getting so comfortable to the point where we're just having the same routine and feeling the same feelings if they're not good feelings. You know, you want to always be bettering yourself. And if you're not at a place where it's like, I am happy, joyful and blissful and loving and generous. And I feel those things every single day. If you're not there, then keep working on you. Okay, like don't settle for less. Don't just be the guy that's like, oh, my life's not bad. Like I have some friends. My job's not the greatest, but it's okay. It pays well. Like, fuck it, man. We have one life. What are you doing? Try to, you should always try to become better. There are too many people out there that just settle for mediocre lives. And why? I don't know. I mean, you don't have to agree with me. You can settle. You could do whatever you want. It's your fucking life. But just just know that there's so much, you have so much more potential than you think. And in order to tap into that potential, you you literally, you have to reset your identity. You have to make shifts. You have to break the habit of being you. Because that's the only way you're going to get to a better place. That's the only way you're going to attract the woman you want to attract. And it's the only way you're going to remain happy with you and, and just live a good, successful, rich, joyful life. And when I say successful, I'm not talking about money. I'm just talking about being a good fucking person and loving your life and doing what you want to do. That's success to me. Yeah, I hope that kind of blew your mind in a good way. And I hope it makes you think. Rewind this episode. Think about those questions. Take some notes if you have to. And let me know what you find. Send me an email, info at sgdatingcoach.com. Because I would love, I would love to hear back and see what you guys found out about yourselves. I think it's really interesting, and I think this this will help you a lot just by thinking a little bit about it. Will take you a step further in the right direction. All right, guys, that is it for the podcast. 
I'm going to go. I hope my energy was high enough for you. I actually climbed a mountain today with my roommate and (laughs) we went on a hike. We climbed 67 floors, over 10,000 steps, and over five miles we walked. So, woo! My butt is burning. I'm feeling good. I'm also exhausted as shit, but it was so worth it and it was so beautiful. And, oh, so nice. It was so nice. But now I'm, I'm getting sleepy and I still have a lot of work to do. So, I hope you guys have a great night or day wherever you are in the world. And please don't forget to rate and review this podcast if it's helping you and bringing you value. I would have so much appreciate it if you could just leave a five-star rating and write a review, a quick review at the bottom. Just scroll down iTunes. All you have to, it would take two seconds, literally. I would so appreciate it. Oh my God. All right, guys, that's it. So I'll see you in the next episode. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.